Are you ready to step beyond your sexual walls? We're here to talk about anything you want. This is the Sisters of Sexuality Show, featuring Taylor Sparks, Parrish Michelle Blair, Jet Setting Jasmine, Marla Renee Stewart, and Tiffany Janae. We have so much to talk about today, so let's just get things started. Here are your hosts, Taylor, Parrish, Jasmine, Marla, and Tiffany. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is Taylor Sparks of OrganicLovin.com. I am your co-host tonight, along with Parrish Michelle Blair, for the Sisters of Sexuality radio show, Five Shades of Play. And we are sponsored by LifestyleCruising.com. This is part two of our wonderful conversation we're having with Dr. Valerie Propel. She is a uh, certified sexologist, sex coach, sex educator, along with her husband, Gerhard, and they are founders of the Swan Center. If you did not have an opportunity to hear to the first part, please stop, go back, listen to the first part, because this is a continuation of so much amazing conversation, um, some of it stemming from uh, Dr. Valerie's research on African-American women and sex and sexuality. And uh, now we are going to uh, delve into some more fun areas. And I'd like to welcome my co-host Parrish and Dr. Valerie back to the show. Yay, we're back. Yay, we're back. Hey, guys. <laughs> hey. Some re- we talked about some really deep, juicy stuff, I think. Mm-hmm. Healing, very healing. Absolutely. Now, can, can we talk about some other fun stuff? Yes, now we, now we can have fun, lady. Now we can have fun. I want to talk about, and I think we all now have our own perspectives, but I would love to hear yours first because you said something when you were on the show the first time about your first reaction of being in the swinging lifestyle as an African-American woman. And although in an interracial relationship, you still were taken a little aback by some white men's approach to African-American women. So do tell, honey, what has it been like for you and how did you and your man even get into the lifestyle? Give me that. <laughs> Girl, please. Tell me right. So I will tell you all. So the, here's the reality, right? I, do I call myself a swinger? You know what? So do I call myself a swinger? Yeah, like oh, I'm a swinger enthusiast, right? That's what I kind of mm-hmm. think. <laughs> that sounds good. That sounds fun. We like, we like you enthusiastic. Yes, girl. You know, one thing I love about the lifestyle, and I, I like that word. Um, it actually fits my, my little wheelhouse um, because the lifestyle in itself is composed of swingers, mm-hmm. nudists, sex-positive individuals, uh, voyeurs, uh, BDSMers, uh, just about anything you can think of now is included in what was known as swingers. So the word actually has metamorphosized itself into now being called the lifestyle because there's such an array of individuals and I just look at them as being sex positive. Right, right. And so to answer your question, um, I love the energy that the lifestyle brings. The cool, sexy, funny people that are only there not to have drama, but to have a lot of fun and sexy fun. And I think that is awesome. So when I'm in the lifestyle, I'm all about being sexy, having fun. 
um, playing if I choose to or not choosing to, but mm-hmm. also really being around some of the most amazing people. And my husband had, was in a lifestyle way back. He's been in a lifestyle for like, I don't, I don't know, 15, 20 years. Oh, wow. Um, okay. So he drug you in, kicking and yeah. screaming the whole way. He did, girl. <laughs> I was like, hell to the naw. Really? Uh, <laughs> this is shit. Black people don't do. This is a white folk shit. No. Oh, now you did. <laughs> yeah, I did, girl. I said, oh, to the hell no. It's not going to happen. And mm. so I went with my mind totally shut. Uh, wow. But I went out of curiosity because curiosity, you know, hey, I'm curious. Right. Uh, and my first soiree into it was met with disaster where I was objectified as being the, ooh, the new black girl in the room. Let's play with her. Mm. And it was met with, get me the fuck up out of this place never again. Really? Absolutely. Absolutely. I think that that's good for men to hear that for the, when I I have a lot of clients when I'm like, but what do you think about if you were to approach? And they're like, oh no, don't even think of it. No, I would never even waste my time. She would say no. And you're saying that about yourself. Like you're like, oh no, I was the woman that would say, forget about it. And listen, she's, she had her own awakening. And so I just, I'm always, I have more men that follow me, Valerie. And so I always try to make sure I'm giving the information that I know my audience can benefit from you. So it's like that you were someone that probably fits the description of what their wife would, you know, they put their wife in the category of she wouldn't be open-minded enough to receive an idea like that or she'd shoot it down. So what did he do to help you get beyond that or or did you do, you you helped yourself get beyond that? Dr. Valerie? It was. He, he sat me down and, yes, can you hear me? Hello? Yep. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, can you hear me? Okay. Uh-huh. Yep. Okay. The thing that was done was I had my mindset, and the mindset I had was based on television, like real sex, where... <laughs> You know, you walk in and everyone's in the room, everyone's jumping on each other and they're like going for it. And I'm like, uh, that is not something I want to do. So he educated me. Like, when you get there, this is what's going to happen. This is what's not going to happen. Your protection, your safety is first and foremost. And at any point in time and you want to go, you just give me a word. And we had our safe word because it's important, Mm -hmm. that got me out of there. And so him, so knowing that he had my back was really important. And Mm -hmm. he educated me. And he says, I just want you to have an open mind and trust me. So when when your male clients um, are talking to you, Parrish, you know, their, their female partners might come from a place of, I don't trust you, I don't understand. You know, so education, honesty, and feeling protected might help that female partner to want to explore outside of something that's very new and tainted. And that worked for me. So, Dr. Valerie, what if there's one person in the couple, whether it's the man or the woman, that is saying, absolutely not, that's just not my thing, and which means the other person is left and they are not able to do it because their partner doesn't want to do it with them. Do you think that that's serious enough to end a relationship when your needs aren't going to be met or you think someone should get over it and just, you know, let it go? 
you know, that could be a symptom of a deeper problem in the relationship. That's a symptom of a much deeper problem. It's not just I don't want to go because my mind is closed. There's something else behind that. And so I think there's a much deeper symptom. So do I say to break up and to remove yourself from the relationship? I say no. I say there's a much deeper, it's a symptom of something deeper in the relationship. And so if, no, don't break up. Find out what that real illness is before you be, move on with that symptom. Because if, I, if I'm hearing you correctly, it's not that, if I'm here, if I'm, because it, my impression is that if someone is saying, I won't even go and see what it's about, because it's one thing to go, experience it, meet the people and go, this is all good, everybody's cool, just not my thing. As opposed to, I'm not even open to even going anywhere. Is but you correct? guys are professional freaky people. I'm just getting into this, so I can still. Oh my gosh! Like, <laughs> I can still think like a vanilla person, and that where you're thinking, come on, you know, it's different if they don't want to come see it at all. Come seeing it at all is a big thing. Some people have Sodom and Gomorrah scriptures going in their head while they're walking through the door, you know, it's like being compassionate that that's asking somebody to do a big thing. If that's not where you guys weren't even vibrating on the same thing, you're open and curious, or maybe you used to do it before and you want to revisit it. Or so I'm thinking if it's a criteria, it's like, well, if they won't even go look at it, then they're not being reasonable because maybe looking at it is a big thing for them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And for some people it is looking at someone else having sex. You know, it's very vulnerable, it's very intimate, it's very difficult for some to look at that. So there's a deep, there's a deeper, a deeper um, uh, situation that one must look at. It's not just what's behind not wanting to even go to look, to explore something new. And so, again, it's a symptom of a deeper, I don't want to use the word illness, but that's all I can think of, illness in the relationship. So I would go deeper. And I, would I fill the baby out with the dishwater? Not with that. No, I wouldn't. But I would really try to understand for the future of our relationship what's stopping you from wanting to try something new. Because being in a marriage and a relationship for 20, 30, 40 years, you got to do something to kick it up a little bit every now and then. Okay, so Dr. Valerie, I'm, I'm not trying to get like a session on the slide, but I got to <laughs> ask you. I got to ask you some, I got some deep questions I want to ask you. And I, yes. I just want to, because I'm trying to, I'm a sex goddess, I'm a free flowing spirit, but now I want to vibrate with masculine energy that that's actually vibrating with me, but I still have some of my monogamous type of conditioning that's there. And then I also have the, I want what I want when I want it type. I, that's the kind of woman I am. So it's like, well, and I'm also, I understand how to serve a man because I'm, I'm teaching that in my sessions. But when you're saying, well, there's a deeper thing and, and we can go deeper I, for me, if somebody's having a deeper thing and I'm signing up because I want a lot of dick, I want you to give it to me on my pussy, I want you to let me suck on it, I want you to be smiling, I want to be freaky, I want to be happy, and you're in your sad place with this, then if that's something that I really need, then that's saying your needs aren't that important, this person's healing's important first not that both people don't need to heal but you know what i'm saying it's kind of like yeah. finding the balance that's a truism because people are looking for real solutions like okay but what okay but she's saying yeah i need healing you know i was raped multiple times as a child and i don't like sex but i'm not ready for that yet okay mm -hmm. so what do, where does that leave the man mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I, I totally can, can we talk about that when we get back absolutely that's a great way to lead into the next one okay 
All right. So we have another minute too, Parish. So she just wants to give us a little bit, and then you keep an eye oh, on. Oh, I pulled the trigger together. too quick. Sorry. Uh-huh. <laughs> You got, you got another minute and some change. Go, doctor. You, she can start us off, and then we'll I, we'll I, do I, a cliffhanger. I will, I will start it off by saying, you know, um, yeah, and, and I, I'll go back to what I said earlier, Parish. It is a deeper symptom of the relationship. And one, and, and for that person that's not willing to meet the other person's sexual expectations, that has to be a deeper conversation and is there a magic pill I can give no but there must be a deeper conversation that one must have and the other person must be willing you have to be willing to be that person for your partner you have to be willing to to receive and open and not compromise but explore and discover as a unit not by yourself if you want to be by yourself then stay by yourself but if you really want to have a deep connection, a soul connection with that individual, you must decide to open up and try and talk and explore to understand and to be with that partner. And there's not a, a, a one quick solution I can give. It's a process if you're not willing to do that for your partner. Okay. I hear you, sister. But I still got some more questions on the other side of the break. So, okay. <laughs> and we'll finish up the other side. Wonderful. All right. So we'll be back with Dr. Valerie and Taylor Sparks on the other side of this commercial break. Sexy is back. And we've got it going on all the time here on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. Organic Lovin'. For the bodies you love to love. How do people describe you? Are you curious, playful, maybe sensual, adventurous? How about open-minded? The truth is, no matter who you are, Organic Lovin' has something to indulge your fantasies. We offer only organic, natural, and eco-friendly intimate body products, including vegan condoms, organic lubricants, body-safe sex toys, and sex-positive books. You won't find anything harmful in our products or toys. We also have a full range of other experiences, including erotic seminars and exotic adult-only vacations. Receive our adult subscription box for a monthly sexual delight. Be educated, entertained, and informed. Organic Lovin'. For her, for him, for you, for the bodies you love to love. Visit OrganicLovin.com. We offer shipping worldwide, so stop by the site anytime. Organic Lovin', that's L-O-V-E-N dot com. Maximize your orgasms and just let go. The Thrones of Passion Waterproof Pleasure Blanket guarantees to keep your sheets dry, no matter how wet it gets. From massage oils to lubes and beyond, we've got your bed covered. So just throw it down and get it on and get lost in your very own Thrones of Passion. 
Then toss it aside and bask in the afterglow of great sex in warm, dry sheets. The all-new Naked Fleece provides a soft and sexy playscape, while the Stay Dry Barrier protects your bed, your couch, and even your carpet. It's machine washable, large enough to cover a king-size bed, and light enough to travel discreetly. To get your own Throws of Passion waterproof pleasure blanket, visit thesexylifestyle.com and order yours today. That's thesexylifestyle.com. Great sex starts now. You are listening to Sisters of Sexuality. To check in with the show and ask your questions, call us at 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. Or send an email to sistersofsexuality at gmail.com. Now, back to our show. Hi, guys. Welcome back to Sisters of Sexuality, Five Shades of Play. This is Taylor Sparks, along with my co-host, Parish Michelle Blair, and our very special guest, Dr. Valerie Propel, sexologist, sexy woman, big booby, pretty booby, titty woman. I'm sorry, did I say that out loud? Part two. I've seen that woman up close and personal. She's got amazing breasts, like... All my friends have amazing breasts. I don't know what it is, but it stuck out to my brother. He's like, do all your friends have big tits? I'm like, my God, am I attracting big titty women for some reason to make up for my life? Yeah, I just walk behind Parrish all the time and go, I'm with her. Yeah, right, <laughs> she's, right. she's just saying that. No, it's true. I got true. no ass. I got to have titties, so. Girl, I got me, child. But at the top of the, or at the end of the last break, we were talking about Couples who one partner might be looking to explore the lifestyle or kink or swinging or poly and not getting much of a response from their partner. And Valerie, you were kind of talking about, um, you know, what that meant for the relationship as a whole when one person is unwilling and or unable to be there sexually Mm -hmm. And connected for their partner. So um, take us on to what you were also going to say regarding that. Absolutely. Um, so for those that just, just join us on this second segment or following along, if, if you're that individual that chooses not to explore something different sexually with your partner, for whatever reason that might be, the impact on your partner can, may be quite significant. Um, oftentimes, when a partner says, I want to try, you know, let, I'll use this, I'll use a, a, a golden shower, because I, you know, is, I'm just thinking about that right now. Okay. <laughs> I, I want to do a golden shower, you know, I want to do that, I want to play golden shower, you know, on the bed or whatever. And you're saying, absolutely not, there is no way in hell you're going to pee on me. You know, you're not going to go to the swing club. The impact on that partner may be that you shut them down. Because Mm -hmm. the impact on that partner might be that you've shamed them. And in turn, when they feel shame, they can shut down. When they shut down, then they will not divulge other secrets or other things they want to do with you 
and that might lead them to go astray. There's there's a slippery slope. So I always like to tell my clients, before you say no, really invest into educating what it is. Invest into educating why you're saying no, because the last thing you want to do is shut your partner down and shame him or her. So are you saying I should swallow? Swallow, yes. Swallow the nectar. (laughs) Swallow the nectar, man. And that's swallowing your throat. I'm doing anal. (laughs) But I I will tell you the good thing about... It's like garlic. Eat pineapples. No, no. it's not the taste. It's the texture. I can't... I I, I get it. (laughs) But the one thing I can say personally about being involved in the lifestyle is that if there's some... I can outsource things that I don't like to do. (laughs) (laughs) I have found women who are like... I love it, you know. I'm like, really? Let me introduce you to my husband. Babe, come here. Meet <laughs> Becky. He loves anal. Becky, husband. Husband loves anal. You guys need loop? I'll be at the bar. Have fun. Play safe. I'm <laughs> And then he is, he gets, I make sure he gets what he needs on that end. I just don't have to be the one to provide it. So those of us who are in the lifestyle have learned that outsourcing is a way to get them what they need without you having to necessarily partake in it. So <laughs> I like that. I gotta use that for one of my topics, outsourcing. I love that. I never thought of it like that <laughs> But I, I think that, that that's really great because it's what if nothing else, like how that translates to a monogamous relationship is completely different. You know, mm. a woman is not going to outsource and, yeah. and a man won't do, a man doesn't get a thrill from a guy, you know, <laughs> touching his wife, you know, right. so mm. they're, they're conditioned completely in a, a complete different way. The matrix of, you know, society, that's not the where they fit in. However, what I've gathered on the love affair mm. tour is that's how much they love. I went on this tour because I judged every swinger, freaky, open, spanky person that I ever saw as like a weirdo or they're decadent or that they're sometimes some way satanic or the swinger guy's a slime and his wife's stupid. And, you know, I'm sorry. I'm just missing being honest. something in their lives. <laughs> what? But they're missing something in their lives. No, I wasn't thinking that. I'm just, ah, I okay. just thought the exact things that I was, that I thought I'm, okay. I'm just okay. being honest, mm-hmm. but finding you, and or us finding each other and me going on the love affair tour doing the documentary fr- from that perspective I, I everything has changed it's like I released my judgment and now that I release my judgment I'm looking at well what I judge those people doing is what they want to do but it's bad because I want to do what I want to do and what I want to do is bad <laughs> you know or I thought it was bad so mm-hmm. I, I feel like with the the couples that are listening that are that are monogamous and they they can't outsource just look at the love that they're willing to say, I know you love that, you know, and it makes me happy when you get what you want. It doesn't necessarily make me happy that you're getting anal sex, but you're happy. That's that's why I'm okay with you doing that. Mm-hmm. And maybe that you can't do that in your monogamous relationship exactly, but what ways can you still make sure that they're happy? Because that's something that makes them happy. That's the thing that kind of hurts my heart when I look at the couples. It's like, but you, you th- but you just think that they love you so much that they should be okay and not not have what they want. I it's know. okay that you don't want to do it, 
but you're just saying, okay, now that's done. Now let's go grocery shopping. What do you need from Costco? It's like he yeah. needed something and you just said no. And now you want him to do, you know, go, you know, the, the list and everything. So I'm just trying to see what I can do to help. Cause that's the audience that I know is listening for my, you know, my tribe, you know, and I, and I'm so glad you're saying the things that you're saying, Dr. Valerie. Uh, thanks, Barrett. You know, and, and to respond to that or to add on to that, I think that, you know, in relationships, especially when you've been in a relationship for a while, relationships can be very selfish. There's a lot of there's a lot of taking from your party, a lot of taking, mm. but there's but a lot of times we don't give. And when I'm talking about giving, not only your your mind, but your body and the understanding of your partner's sexuality and his or her preferences and kinks or whatever that might be and being open to listening to exploring and not shaming her or him you know you think about it divorce is because of sex and money we get help for our money but we mm-hmm. don't get help for our sex we divorce over sex because you can't talk about sex your gynecologist your proctologist is required by law to only have 10 hours of education behind this. That's all the U.S. requires them to have. Their wow. knowledge is almost, it's it. they don't know what they don't know. But you don't get help for that. And then you break down your relationship. And for people that are listening to this, there are three ladies on here that you can reach out to to help you and your relationship. Myself, Parrish, and Taylor. You know, we'll give you all of our sites to go on. But there are things to do that we can help you reach you and guide you on being open to listening, on being open to education, on being open to things that you can do while you're monogamous. But exploration is fun. It's a lot of fun. If your thing isn't, isn't swinging, well, hell, try some BDSM. That is my specialty. I live in that. I'm not a swinger. But I am definitely a Dom, 100%. Dom May, I have seen her in action, and she is riveting and amazing. And, you know, interestingly enough, I have a good friend who's been married almost as long as we have. Maybe she's been married 20 years, I think. And do you know, once recently, the last couple of years, was the very first time she ever asked her husband, what do you want sexually? Once, the first time after 20 years of marriage, two kids, she said, well, what do you want? She said, I never asked him. I'm like, excuse me? What do you mean you've never asked him? How how, how did you, what do you, and he said, I want rough sex. And she said, I'm not doing that. And I'm like, why not? She goes, I don't like it. I'm like, how do you know you haven't done it? I, I mean, and I suggested they go to, a BDSM club to get some formal training, some books, you know, to see exactly what rough is to him. You know, rough to him may be just, you know, grabbing a handful of hair. I mean, I, I, I there's all levels of rough, but I don't understand why whether you are monogamous, swinging open, whatever your titles or no titles are, why you, anyone would... I close them off to the close themselves off to the possibilities and the fun and and especially in a monogamous relationship when it's just the two of you, why not? Why not do just a little something different? And who's gonna know if it turns out, you know what? I really don't like you peeing on me. Who's gonna know? <laughs> so I wanna talk more about that when we get back from the break. Let's talk about peeing on people. 
I've been really? posting things about peeing on my clit. I've, I want that everybody seems intimidated. I don't know if it's the aim challenge or <laughs> the fact that it's pee, but I'm like, I want you to pee on my clit. What's the I, big deal? I, <laughs> I, I, have a, I have a couple of lovers that love to just watch me pee. And I'm yeah. like, really? Now they're like, can we watch, please? I'm like, oh, God. Okay, fine. I had to get over that. <laughs> but it was like. Well, so people do have pee fetishes. Ooh, let's talk about fetishes when we come back. And Pink and fetish. Ooh. Yay. And your 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 entry into the uh, kinky BDSM world and how did you realize that you were, well, you probably always knew your ass was dominant. I can see you. People move out your way when you're walking down the, she's only five <laughs> foot two like me. I see people move, oh, they open like the, the Red Sea when she's walking. I'm like, you better get out of her way. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I do have somewhat of a, I've been told I have a large presence. I don't know if that's true or not, but I, 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 I own my presence. I do own my space. Yeah, you um, do. But, you know, I started out as a sub, believe it or not. Ooh. I did. As a, no. To a very famous person. And uh, I switched one day, and I never went back. <laughs> nice. Oh my God, Parish, take us so out. So on the other side of the break, we're going to get all up in that business because I didn't know all this good stuff. But we're going to talk Whoa. about fetishes, kinks on the other side of the break. And we'll be back with Dr. Valerie and Taylor Sparks. Craving more from your sexy lifestyle? Search our businesses, services, blogs, articles, and videos. And keep in touch with us by subscribing to our newsletter, all on thesexylifestyle.com. Mystery Vibe is where the best of humanity and technology combust into your pleasure. Personalized, the world's first body-adapting vibrator. Crescendo adapts, bends, wraps, and vibrates in your every curve and crevice. Use solo, duo, trio, or more. And with an app control that commands your pleasure across 12 presets. Oh, and you can even make your own vibration. Crescendo is adored by all, from feminists to Forbes. Go to mysteryvibe.com now for your pleasure. Personalized. You are listening to Sisters of Sexuality. To check in with the show and ask your questions, call us at 1 866 613 1612. That's 1 866 613 1612. Or Send an email to sistersofsexuality at gmail.com. Now, back to our show. Hey, y'all. Welcome back. Taylor Sparks here along with my co-host, Paris Michelle Blair, and the most wonderful, sexy Dr. Valerie. We, uh, on our last break, we just started to talk about her entry, foray, how she galloped or skipped into the life of BDSM and kink. Dr. Valerie, so how did you get involved? What what happened? Who was it? What'd they do? How'd you, you start? Know, you know, you're so nosy, but I'm going to tell yes, you. Yes, I am. Parents and I both want to know it all. <laughs> so, like, this, God, probably goes, you know, I'm old now, audience. Uh, this probably goes back, like, 25 years ago, mm-hmm. uh, when I first got into uh, BDSM, I was into BDSM as a sub. 
uh, I had met a very famous person back in the day. And um, go unnamed, you don't spill it. Spill the tea. Spill the tea. Who was it? Tell us. I cannot tell. I have a I have a non disclosure agreement still. Oh my on. god. Are they, are, they, are they a pro dom? What? Are they a pro dom? No. Okay, okay, fine. I, it's a person. It's All right, Eddie Murphy. Yeah. Eddie Murphy. <laughs> he is a very well known figure in the world. Okay. Uh, and I was uh, I had met him. Uh, and in Atlantic City, actually, and um, we started going out, and I he introduced me into the world of BDSM as a as a as a sub uh, to to compare him to a Christian Gray from uh, what's that damn show movie called whatever the heck that was yeah uh, yeah thank you Shades of Gray you know he had that kind of influence and power and money. Uh, but he was uh, considerably older than that gentleman. Um, but he was straight up a dom that, that liked having a, a sub. And I totally was like, what in the hell? But I played along with it, uh-huh. uh, being ignorant. I had only had two lovers at the time in my early 20s. Totally ignorant. I tell you, I was ignorant as fuck. Okay. Uh, like what shit so anyway tried it did it for like three to four years oh wow his thing was to take me out and he would buy the most expensive latex dresses you could ever see and he would like to take me to vampire clubs and he was into vampires and his thing was he liked to 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 cut on Mm -hmm. And suck their blood for their energy. I was not one of their vampires, but okay. I the show to entrap the men. That mm-hmm. thing, that was his kink. And I was like, well, I get to dress up, wear some back then, some expensive shoes and like two thousand dollar latex dresses. Yes. <laughs> yes. And so that began my world into BDSM. And then I, one day, I I flipped the script. I said, you know, I talked him. And perhaps I always talked him from the bottom, knowing my personality. Probably. <laughs> but then I didn't know, Taylor. I didn't know. I was a baby. I was a baby, right? Wait, now explain what topping is from the bottom for our listeners who may not know. And what is even topping? Y'all talking <laughs> over my head. <laughs> <laughs> hold on, Paris. Hold on. <laughs> hold on, Paris. Hold on. So topping is, he's a, he's a dominator. He's a dom. He is the one that has the power. Um, and because BDSM is about power and exchange, right? So him as a dom was the one that was exerting that control over me being the sub. Um, however, there are many subs that top from the bottom, which mean that they actually take that role of, I'm going to tell you how to do what I want to do by exerting my control from the bottom, telling you the dom what I like. We call that topping from the bottom. Mm-hmm. So in essence, I was always topping him from the bottom. But one day I switched and I became the dom. Then I realized, once I became an expert in human sexuality, that a lot of doms were ignorant into what it means to be a true dominatrix. They were just beating up on some people. And that's yeah. where I began really training. I now train doms all over the world on how it, to do it correctly. Um, on where to exact punishment, on the various styles of BDSM. Um, and also now I have a new one that I developed, and I taught it on one of the Bliss Cruises, was Tantric Noir, 
or I mix tantric and BDSM together. Mm-hmm. Um, that is my specialty, is mixing those two mediums, tantric and BDSM, to give the person the most experiential high you could ever achieve without doing some type of illicit drug. It is absolutely amazing the high that you get from this type of, of play, which is, I call again, tantric noir, which is tantric and BDSM. How fun. I may have to just pop in on that uh, class at the next, <laughs> for the next trip. That sounds like, yeah, I, I've, I, mm, I've always been dominant. And then once I got introduced to the BDSM, the first thing I said was like, you're not hitting me with anything. So don't even think about it. I mean, I didn't even attempt to, sub, to be a submissive or try it. You know, and I think I did try some implements, meaning like paddles and floggers. And because the first time I saw someone get flogged, actually, I was at hedonism. And um, before I was introduced properly to the world of BDSM and kink, and it literally turned my stomach. I had to leave the room. Yeah, I I had it was a white guy flogging uh, one of the brothers that worked there. And it literally I just thought this is not fun. This is not fun. You know, now now that I've been introduced properly, I still don't like to be hit with implements, but I beat the shit out of a lot of people um, because that that works for me. And I find it sexually, you know, with consent. I mean, I'm not just beating up on people. I have been properly trained. I'm glad you mentioned that because training, like, is really important for those. You know, when Fifty Shades came out, everyone was on on this. I'm a doctor. Oh my god, it's crazy. And I'm like, you know, and I'm looking at people in dungeons. I'm like, what the fuck? Are you? You're gonna like rip their kidney out? They're gonna be peeing blood tomorrow. You yeah. Have no idea what you're doing. No. You know, you're, you're you've got this choke collar way too tight. Like. Don't you, she, she's like turning freaking purple and like she should not go purple. You know, her arms have been up too long. They're, they're, their circulation is totally dying. You're not checking yeah. in with her. There are so many things that can go wrong. So if those that want to play and have fun in this world of kink, which is BDSM we're talking about now, do yourself a favor. Get some training from a very qualified dom. Because sometimes you're looking at people. It can look rough for those that have never experienced it. It can be scary. It can look like it's violent, and it should never look like violence. It never should, no matter what the play is, it should not look violent. Exactly, exactly. And and on top of getting, and if you can't get to a dom, and, and we will again uh, give Valerie's contact information, because I know she does some online things as well, um, even on our organicloving.com, our, our site, we have several books on uh, topping, bottoming, being a dominant, being a loving dominant, um, uh, a dame being the female dominant and, you know, female led relationships. There is so much information available to you now. There is no reason to not know. And if you believe you are dominant or it's myself, I'm a dominant switch where I do switch once in a blue or red moon um, to a submissive position to the right dom at the right time. Um, I that. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's rare, but you know, you know, when Mercury's in retrograde, um, it will, it might happen. But not. It's, it's a very important position to have. It's a lot of responsibility to dominate somebody, and it is the submissive, the sub, who really does wield um, all of the control because Absolutely. they are allowing you to dominate them. Absolutely. So, Doctor Valerie, is it true that? The submissive is the one who chooses 
the Dom? Yes and no. Uh, nine times out of ten, it is the sub that will choose the Dom because understanding this relationship is all about trust. Mm-hmm. So you have to 100% trust your Dom because you're giving them control over you over that sexual will. So you must have absolute trust in them. So that is why you may hear a lot of people say, it is a sub that must choose her dom or his dom. And once that trust is is given, um, and, and you have to keep that trust by never crossing that sub's boundaries. It's a total beautiful relationship, a yin and yang of give and take. If it's done properly, there have been so many ugly scenes where the the dom has gone outside of of the of the exchange and it's become violent and the whole scene is destroyed. But when it's done right, it's very nurturing, it's very loving, um, and it's very freeing. Just to, yes. to just to be in body and in spirit and let your body just feel and not have to think. That's what BDSM is for a lot of people. It's like, I'm just going to be in my body and not have to think. And here, you do what you want. But these are my parameters. I want to talk more. I'm so sorry, uh, Dr. Valley. I didn't know that. I thought you were ending your thought. But if we can, can we talk more about methods to get in your body? Because I think that that's being being present in your body, going into this more... um, uh, physical experience when you're talking about spanking or any of the BDSM play, I think is important. Absolutely. Okay. Well, we'll be back on the other side of the commercial break with Taylor Sparks and Dr. Valerie, and we'll continue the conversation about BDSM kinks and fetishes. Organic loving for the bodies you love to love. How do people describe you? Are you curious, playful, maybe sensual, adventurous? How about open-minded? The truth is, no matter who you are, Organic Lovin' has something to indulge your fantasies. We offer only organic, natural, and eco-friendly intimate body products, including vegan condoms, organic lubricants, body-safe sex toys, and sex-positive books. You won't find anything harmful in our products or toys. We also have a full range of other experiences, including erotic seminars and exotic adult-only vacations. Receive our adult subscription box for a monthly sexual delight. Be educated, entertained, and informed. Organic Lovin'. For her, for him, for you, for the bodies you love to love. Visit OrganicLovin.com. We offer shipping worldwide, so stop by the site anytime. Organic Lovin'. That's L-O-V-E-N dot com. Mystery Vibe is where the best of humanity and technology combust into your pleasure. Personalized, the world's first body-adapting vibrator. Crescendo adapts, bends, wraps, and vibrates in your every curve and crevice. Use solo, duo, trio, or more. And with an app control that commands your pleasure across 12 presets. Oh, and you can even make your own vibration. Crescendo is adored by all, from feminists to Forbes. Go to mysteryvibe.com now for your pleasure. Personalized. 
You are listening to Sisters of Sexuality. To check in with the show and ask your questions, call us at 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. Or send an email to sistersofsexuality at gmail.com. Now, back to our show. Hey guys, welcome back to Sisters of Sexuality, Five Shades of Play. This is Taylor Sparks along with my co-host, Paris Michelle Blair, and our amazing guest, Dr. Valerie. Dr. Valerie, um, at the end of the last segment, we were talking about BDSM and the responsibilities and people needing to get training. Tell people where can they find you on all social media, your email, your website, so they know if this is something they wish to delve deeper into, that you are an amazing resource for them. Oh, thank you very much. So they can reach me at Valerie, that's V-A-L-E-R-I-E, at swancenter.com. That's with two N's, S-W-A-N-N, center.com. On the website they can reach me at is www.swancenter.com, with two N's. I'm also on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all those places as Dr. Valerie Poppel. Um, you will find me this year. I am in the Middle East uh, teaching uh, sex. I know in the Middle East. I can't believe it. Uh, <laughs> Come back to us. <laughs> I will be, I think I have 10 countries this year I'll be. So I'm all over the world. So if you go on my website and look me up and if I'm in your area, um, hook up with me. And if not, I will come to you anyway um, because I'm all about spending spreading sex positive love throughout the world. Yay, and we do have listeners from all over the world. We have um, friends in Sweden and Kenya, France, Canada, Mexico, oh my gosh, China. So we love shouting out all of our listeners from all over the world. So look up Dr. Valerie and um, see if she's going to be near you and you can get to where she is because she is literally going to be in 10 countries this year. So that is wonderful to know. So tell us a little bit more about your experiences and uh, in the world of kink. And um, are you, do you um, identify as polyamory also or no? No, I don't. Mm-mm. Okay. No. Well, tell us a little bit more about your foray. And I think Parrish had a question about the BDSM world and kink and and what happened last time somebody bit her and they didn't mean to. Ah, no. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I wanted to talk about being in the body because I think that that has a lot to do with feeling comfortable and enjoying the moment and all of that. Like, what what are the things that she could give? For me, it's about BDSM. You need to really get out of your own space and out of your own way. You really both have to succumb to the other person's will, which is very hard. And you must become present because you are taking this person's body and you're allowed to do whatever play they want you to do with it. So you must become absolutely like a tiger's eye, present to everything about their body to have people set up a ritual. And the ritual can be no more than my sub corner. And I will blindfold them. And I will have them do deep breathing exercises for as long as I think they need to be in that corner. I've had people in the corner like for an hour. No shit. Because they're not ready ready for my play yet. They're still too much in their own place. And I will do things behind their head like throw a ball and see if they react. I will slap a wall with a whip to see if if they're listening. 
I will try to identify if they're with me or they're still out in the world thinking and manipulating their BS, whatever they're dealing with. So I do things that, to test them, actually, before I even begin to play, because I want them totally present with me. As far as myself, you know, I have my, I, I go into Dom mode. I really distract from whoever's around me and totally pinpoint myself on that person by deep breathing before I do any play. I also do a sense of worship with that individual, whereas, you know, I acknowledge them and I thank them before we begin to play because it is a, a sense of giving up something of them for me. So it is ritualistic to get someone into the space of headspace and to enjoy it. It might be doing chakra work, also works for many couples. I've had them do that, do some chakra breathing, um, doing sound play, that so they can be one with sound and motion. Um, I've had people dance before they begin to play. Whatever you decide as your ritual, it has to be something that's continuous because it needs to be a signal to your endorphins, to your serotonin, to your, to your chemicals that it's now time to begin a certain type of play. And I find that once you establish that ritual, it works and you want to maintain it. So I hope that gives the listeners some ideas. Um, it could be water, you know, uh, even taking a shower together or doing some kind of water play, if whatever, golden shower, whatever you want to do. <laughs> <laughs> that that worked for one couple. It was the water play. He wanted that. Um, whatever that ritual is, it should just be consistent because it's a signal to yourselves, to your mind, body, soul, and spirit. That is time for this kind of play and to get present with an individual, which we often don't do in our world today is become present with somebody. Interesting, because that reminds me of a ritual that I have with one of my lovers, but it's just mostly words, but it's like always the same words. Don't move. Turn over. <laughs> stick your ass up. <laughs> I'm like, it's time. <laughs> that is your ritual. I get it. I get it. It's, it's the same words. Don't move. <laughs> Turn over. Stick your ass up. <laughs> like, but like. Don't fucking move. Damn it. You know, but that has become the ritual. (laughs) (laughs) For me, sometimes I have a I have a sub where I ring a bell. And when I ring that bell, she knows to go into sub mode. Instantly she's there. Mm. It's a simple a bell that I ring. And it just you know, it drives her like this little bell. Oh my gosh, she's listening. She's gonna go into sub mode. You're not even stop. there. Don't <laughs> drop and stop right now. She's like, I'm, I'm, I'm here, mistress. <laughs> when I ring that bell, she's, she's my instant sub. Oh my God. I, you know, I find very interesting because there are so many, for those of you who are not totally familiar with BDSM and kink, you know, we have, do have resources available for you, but it is, um, you know, the books that we have as well as getting access to Dr. Valerie um, is just something uh, that you should explore if you have any interest at all. And we are so happy to have spent so much time with you, Dr. Thank Valerie. Thank you so much, Dr. Valerie. And um, I know you have a full day and a full schedule and you're going to be 
in, in, in every corner of the world. So um, we do want to thank you for spending time with us and giving us so much information to share and think about. And um, we're going to let you go. And uh, Paris, you have any parting words for her? I just want to thank you for just sharing so much of your life, so much about your your healing thoughts about where, what we can do as um, an African-American community to be healthier, sexy people. Thank you. Thank you both for allowing me this platform to talk about myself, my passion, um, and to be that person in the world that helps bring us into sexual oneness with each other. Um, I think it's beautiful that you ladies are doing this. Um, I, I wish you much blessings and success. Uh, thank um, you, babe. And, you know, I look forward to seeing you on the next Bliss Cruise. Yay. See you up. in April, baby. <laughs> see you in April, guys. I love you both and blessings to you and yours until I see you again. All right. Same to you. Thank you so much, Valerie. Dr. Valerie, guys. Yay. Make sure to look her up and follow her on all social media. I'm um, so glad we did that, sis. We need oh, my God. It was amazing. This was great. Yes. Great. Yeah. I, I'm just like, yes. I mean, she had so much information to share with. There was just no way to get it all in one in one segment. And uh, yep, you can just hang up, my love. And um, it, it was just so much, you know, and I, I just hope that the um, audience really appreciates the wealth of knowledge that she um, brought for both. You know, what we go through as African-American women in sex and sexuality in this country, you know, we're talking about all of us as American women, um, our trauma, our generational trauma, what we've gone through um, coming up with our own mothers and what they've passed on to us as, as well. So I got a lot out of that. I got a whole lot out of that. I did too. Um, it just, just solidified more of what I've already experienced as my healing journey, which which is really owning owning the pleasure in sex. We talked we talk about the pain and healing the pain and staying safe and clean and and all of that. But what about the pleasure? So it's like uh, you know I I, I want to keep moving forward and, and changing my DNA for my my generations yes. forward. So. And- I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut your phone. So many people don't talk about the pleasure. I mean, I know some people who literally are just like, sex is a waste of time. And I'm like, you're crazy. You're not doing it right. You're not. Well, you were nice. I was like, you're an idiot. I mean, (laughs) you said it nicely. You're not doing it right. I'm like, you're an idiot. I mean, anyway, there's so much to talk about on the Sisters of Sexuality. Um, We're going to be wrapping up our segment. And um, do follow us on all social media. Sistersofsexuality.com is our website. Sisters of Sex on Twitter. My name is Taylor Sparks. I am the erotic educator and sex goddess for OrganicLovin.com. That's L-O-V-E-N. And you can also find and follow me on on, so on all social media under OrganicLovin.com. Parish, where will they find you, my love? I'm Parish Michelle Blair, and you can find me at Parish Blair TV. Um, look at me. Look at me up on all social media platforms under Parish Blair TV. Follow my journey. I'm the manifesting um, sex goddess. That's how I, I present myself. And the more you follow the Sisters of Sexuality, you'll see that the resources you need to identify what kind of goddess are you, or what kind of goddess do I want to love. You'll you'll be able to understand that a lot more from. I think the chocolate perspective when you follow Sisters of Sexuality. For sure, for sure. And be sure to tune in every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific time. 
Um, we have Jet Setting Jasmine, Tiffany Janae, Marla Renee Stewart, Parish Michelle Blair, and me, Taylor Sparks. And we are sponsored by LifestyleCruising.com on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. So tune in. We look forward to your questions. You can email us at sistersofsexuality at gmail.com. And we will answer your questions live on our next show. So have a great, sexy, kinky, fun, swallow spanking (laughs) until next time bye bye love and light hey sexy people if you're ready to start your sexual evolution we've got some amazing prizes to give away some of the great prizes include womanizer the most advanced pleasure product for stronger longer and more intense orgasms SDC.com is giving away a lifetime membership to the sexiest online community of open-minded people. Touch from experience, warm. It warms your personal lube, then automatically dispenses it with a wave of your hand. And we can't forget Throws of Passion Waterproof Pleasure Blanket. Keep your bed dry no matter how wet it gets. For your chance to win one of these amazing prizes, simply send us an email at info at with the word contest in the subject line. Your name will be entered into the weekly drawing and remember to visit our website regularly for a list of the winners and more information about all the amazing prizes and sponsors. Go to the sexylifestyle.com contest page and enter as often as you like. Thank you for tuning in to Sisters of Sexuality. Please join Taylor Sparks, Parish Michelle Blair, Jet Setting Jasmine, Marla Renee Stewart, and Tiffany Janae again next Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time and 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Sexy Lifestyle Network or on demand 24-7. When the lights are off, that's no reason not to light things up. Lube Light lets you pop its cap for instant illumination so your lube gets applied to all the sweet spots and never the awkward ones. No more slippery midsection, unless you're into that. You can keep it turned on while you're getting down with your partner. Our ambient lighting is soft enough to never blind while you're doing the grind. No matter what lube gets you vibing, it's compatible with Lube Light. Easier to turn on than your last partner, guaranteed. Get yours today at lubelights.com. Also available on Amazon and SheVibe. Mystery Vibe is where the best of humanity and technology combust into your pleasure. Personalized, the world's first body-adapting vibrator. Crescendo adapts, bends, wraps, and vibrates in your every curve and crevice. Use solo, duo, trio, or more. And with an app control that commands your pleasure across 12 presets. Oh, and you can even make your own vibration. Crescendo is adored by all, from feminists to Forbes. Go to mysteryvibe.com now for your pleasure, personalized. Maximize your orgasms and just let go. The Throes of Passion Waterproof Pleasure Blanket guarantees to keep your sheets dry, no matter how wet it gets. From massage oils to lubes and beyond, we've got your bed covered. So just throw it down and get it on and get lost.
lost in your very own throes of passion. Then toss it aside and bask in the afterglow of great sex in warm, dry sheets. The all-new Naked Fleece provides a soft and sexy playscape, while the Stay Dry Barrier protects your bed, your couch, and even your carpet. It's machine washable, large enough to cover a king-size bed, and light enough to travel discreetly. To get your own Throes of Passion waterproof pleasure blanket, visit thesexylifestyle.com and order yours today. That's thesexylifestyle.com. Great sex starts now.